Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, it's time for Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. This is Lori Watson. I'm a certified sex therapist and author of Wanting Sex Again. I'm here with my co-host, marriage and family therapist, Tony Delmedico, and we help couples keep it hot. Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. You can check us out on the web at Foreplay RST. Find us on YouTube, Twitter, or Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. Lori, where is Foreplay going to take us today? Well, today, Tony, it's Valentine's Day. (laughs) It is the big day. It is the big day, (laughs) our podcast release, and one of the biggest days for sex and love out there. I love the title for the show, Great Sexpectations for Valentine's Day, so hopefully... Even if we can't say sexpectations quickly six times, we'll have some great ideas for people. Right. But that's a lot that's out there right now. People are expecting lots of different things. And maybe women expect something and men expect something. There's a lot of expectations out there, some of them overt and I think a lot of them covert as well. So Mm -hmm. a lot of unwritten rules in the culture about Valentine's Day and a lot of pressure. Right. Um, What do you think men are expecting? You know, a lot of guys that I talk to view Valentine's Day as a bit of a burden, Mm. candidly. There's a lot of internal pressure. Um, As I was preparing for the show, I was thinking um, oftentimes I will counsel couples or individuals just to have a conversation. Hey, Valentine's Day is coming up. How would we like to celebrate it this year if a couple is struggling um, having an honest conversation? You know, flowers and all that really isn't capturing where we're at right now. So how can we honor where we're at and also get through this together in an easy way? And it it gets her talking about what she wants. It gets him talking about what he wants. And that's that to me is the ideal. Mm -hmm. And then the opposite of that is uh, a gentleman that comes in, a man that comes in that feels like he's under so much pressure to read her mind, Mm -hmm. to get her the right set of earrings or make reservations at the right restaurant. And oftentimes she will blow that up. This wasn't the right restaurant. How could you have gotten me these earrings? So there's a lot of unwritten squabbling right. that goes on around those things. I, it could be devastating, frankly. I agree you know? with you that I think Valentine's Day is loaded with expectations. And I often hear that same thing that you started with, that men feel like somehow or another, you know, I got to do this huge deal. Uh, and sometimes they feel like they're trading that for sex at the end of the evening. And there's a lot of resentment. I have to work so hard and all she's got to do is you know, give me sex and they feel like it's unfair. I go to all this trouble, you know, and then sometimes sex doesn't happen. It didn't happen the last three Valentine's Day. You know, there's a lot of anger that happens with couples that we're seeing. We're tired. We're full. We just want to go to sleep. We're exhausted at the end of the night. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, Interestingly, you know, it's funny. We jumped right into the more shadowy sides of uh, 
Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, well, Just of course. A, a, it, well, it's an interesting tidbit. Um, for those of you, you Greek mythology buffs out there, you know, Cupid with the cute little cherub with the, the arrow, it comes out of Greek mythology. And, and Cupid was actually portrayed as the son of – let me get this right – the son of Venus, who is the love goddess, and the – Son of Mars, the war goddess. So you've got ah, love and war. Love so it's this, war. this fine line Sounds between just love like and hate. Marriage. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the title of your next book, right? Yeah. Uh, but it, there is this fine line, I think, between love and hate. And oftentimes the pressure of these types of holidays draws that sort of tight for couples, mm-hmm. for some couples. And, and I think you've suggested something about talking about expectations. But oftentimes I hear women say, you know, if I have to tell him, what I want him to do, right. then it really misses for me right. this this wish of spontaneity and him knowing somehow or another that I'm supposed to do. And he's walking in going, well, here, I've got the magic eight ball. Like, how do I know what's going on in her head? Like, yeah. I don't know what restaurant to take her to. It's a double bind, you know. It really is. Yeah, it, it, it really can is. be. Yeah. You know, he's supposed to do it right. And she knows what she wants and she doesn't say. And then if he does, if she does say... And he does do it right. She says, well, you only did that because I told you to. Well, you can or, say the same thing about what goes on in the bedroom between the couple too. Mm-hmm. So often men will say, I know that she's only doing this because we've been going to see Laurie Watson and she told us to do 20 minutes of this or that or the other. Right. And it's also a double bind there as or well. Or she's only doing it because I, I paid for a $200 meal. You know, mm. I, basically some sort of exchange. Fee for service. Fee for service. Yeah. Quid and that, pro quo. Yeah. <laughs> if we're going to go highbrow. <laughs> yeah, and I think that that can create a lot of resentment. I, I do. I know a couple that, um, you know, she she wanted a big deal. She wanted flowers on Valentine's Day, and they were pretty much in a sexless marriage. And so he went to all this trouble, took her out to dinner, gave her flowers, and again that night they came home, no sex. And I just think that that builds a lot of rage because – People are coming into this with different expectations. I think the genders often have different expectations. And I, you know, I think there's a lot of women out there who want Valentine's Day to end in sex. So, you know, I'm not Mm. saying that, oh, they just want hearts and flowers and romance and chocolate and an expensive meal. No, I think there's plenty of women who really do feel it as a sexual holiday as well. Um, But they're not the ones necessarily coming to my office. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm wondering if we're being stereotypical or or whether this is just our experience. Do you think that in general with Valentine's Day, the pressure's on the man? So it's really not a woman's holiday to come out of her comfort comfort zone and do something special for Mm -hmm. the man. It's more of a man's duty to make it special for almost like Mother's Day, if you will. Gosh, I just hate that. I I know. I think there's something that you're on to that feels right to me in terms of – that the man has to 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 do more on Valentine's Day, but I think part of it is that a woman's fantasies, you know, her number one fantasy. This came out of research, the University of Quebec. Uh, it was in 2015, last year, and they basically measured, you know, couples and genders fantasies, trying to figure out what was most common, what was the weirdest, what was uncommon, and the number one fantasy for a woman was really about having sex with her romantic partner, followed by location, location, location. She wanted sex in uh, a fantasy location. And so, I mean, I think that Valentine's Day kind of fits both of these fantasies for her, that it's going to be was very romantic, okay. and it's going to be in a way or place 
that is romantic as well. And so, yeah, um, I mean, I think she's waiting on that to be fulfilled somewhat. Um, I think for women, like sexual desire is so centered in this focus. Like it does, am I the center of his universe? And so I, I tell men, you know, try not to think about it, that you're buying sex. Try to think about that you're giving her um, the reminders that she is the center of your universe. Because he did this, right? He did this when he was dating. You know, he, he put his resource into the things that made her happy, you know, and it was time, energy, and money. And I think women respond to this kind of thoughtfulness. Like, he, he cared about me. Mm-hmm. He thought this up. He ordered flowers. He made the reservations. You know, if you're out there, guys, number one thing on Valentine's Day you can do is get the babysitter. I mean, so many yeah. women tell me, you know, yeah, it's easy for him. He picked up the phone once and, and got the reservations. But I always have to plan it. I always have to make a thousand arrangements at home so that I can get out. So so ask her for the list of babysitters. Keep it and get the babysitter yourself. That That to me is over-the-top romance for a young woman who is struggling with young babies. So, guys, do all of the legwork. Just don't put the credit card on the table at the end of the night. <laughs> oh, that is so bad, Jody. It's, but it's true, though. You know, all he did was make a call to the restaurant. So oh, okay. I thought yeah. you meant put the credit card like for her so that she'll give him sex. Oh, no, no. I, I was just saying, saying yeah, was I was just saying pay for, for dinner. Sex. Yeah, I paid for dinner. But oh. she's doing, she's running all over town trying to find sitters. And if they're going to have a night uh, at a hotel, for example, she's finding somebody to feed the dogs or the cats or she's yeah. doing all the heavy lifting for what's going on. Yeah. And you're saying have him go ahead and think all the way through this. And if you're going to make it special, go ahead and take it. Go all ahead the and way make it really end. special. Yeah. And I think for women, yeah. especially, the young mother theme again, get them out of the house. No. no. I mean, do the hotel thing. That That is a sure. brilliant idea because yeah. I think women have trouble separating out the mom role from the sexy role. And so when they're away from the children, they don't, you know, the, the kids are not going to walk in on her. You know, Valentine's Day, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah, definitely do a hotel room away. Well, and coming back to the, the credit card on the bed, the fee for service, that might be a nice way for a couple who is in a rut to do a little bit of role play. Ooh, and just have no, a little, no, and just no, have a little play that around that event. No, if they're in that kind of a rut, I really don't think that's going to go over that well. Hmm. <laughs> I think that that would be insulting. And I think sure. that if he's feeling that already, his resentment and his anger is going to so show through that mm-hmm. it's not going to be a fun and game. Yeah, I was up. I was taking it from a fun and games place. Just right, you know, okay. if we're going to give great sex, sex, sex uh, can't even say it. Great sex therapy. Great, great sex expectations, expectations for Valentine's uh-huh. Day. Role play. Um, yeah, what things might be fun to yeah. do. Make that, it wild out of the, Yeah, sort of right. out of the ordinary. Right. I, I mean, no, I, if you've got yeah. a hotel room, yeah. Sure. Can you play around the edges of that a little bit? Okay, well, let's come back with foreplay radio sex therapy in just a minute. Wanting sex again. How to rediscover desire and heal a sexless marriage by certified sex therapist Lori Watson. Each chapter is designed to fix one of the problems that cause low libido from early marriage through the childbearing years, even all the way through menopause. I've also had men read it and tell me that for them, it was the most hopeful thing they read about resolving sexual problems. Look for Wanting Sex Again on Amazon.com. You can also talk to Lori Watson for therapy in person or via Skype. I offer couples counseling and sex therapy, and I think about both aspects of the relationship, emotional intimacy and sexual technique and that combination together helps marriages be happy improve your sex and improve your relationship 
with Awakening Center for Couples and Intimacy. Find out more at awakenloveandsex.com and sign up for their next couples retreat weekend hosted by Lori Watson. Awakenloveandsex.com. Awaken what's possible. Welcome back to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. I'm marriage and family therapist Tony Del Medico, and I'm here with Lori Watson, author and sex therapist. And today we are talking about great sex expectations for Valentine's Day. And Lori, as we jump into the second half of this thing, it occurs to me we haven't put out a whole lot of great tips. Uh, and before we jump into that, um, <laughs> both you and I, I think, are lamenting around, you know, what can we bring to this that's new or unique or different? And and doing some thinking around it and some research, um, I think the earliest Valentine card on record is from, um, let me get my notes out here, in, in the year 1415, the Ooh. Duke of Orleans Ooh. sent a love letter to his wife who was imprisoned in the Tower of London. So, candid, so she was about to be beheaded. Yeah, so there's no pressure that, on that's us. That's kind of romantic. Yeah, right. I love you. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. My, my best girlfriend who is single, you know, Valentine's Day is a really big deal to her and she kind of feels good if she gets lots and lots of valentines. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's well, a- well, I'm thinking about the pressure on you and I. So basically there there's a history of 600 years of trying to come up with ideas like how are we going to reinvent the wheel today in the last 12 minutes of this program. Yeah, and I don't I don't think it takes that. Is there any pressure I, like we're I, putting pressure I on each other now? I don't think it it takes necessarily a huge uh, unique idea. I think it takes thoughtfulness. Mm. Um, you know, a lot of men that I talk to and some women, they say, you know, I, I don't want to, we don't pay attention to Valentine's Day because that's so commercial. You know, it's a hallmark holiday. It's something that's just been created so that people will buy product. But in my mind, I think, you know, it's also symbolic. It's a day of love and, and it's all around. I mean, sure. we see the hearts and the flowers and we see our coworkers getting things. We hear them talking about it. I just think don't miss it. I don't care what you feel about it. If you think it's too commercial, celebrate at home then. Don't go out, but do something special. Celebrate your coupleship. Yeah. I mean, I I just don't think it can be missed. Well, and I was thinking about those things that are special and we go very quickly to a dozen red roses. We go to a box of Russell's Tover chocolates and Mm. those things have been done to death. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Champagne is wonderful. But it's champagne. So those things have been done. So those things that can be special, you know, if you and your partner like to share a cocktail, something that might be really special is finding a nice special drink that takes a little extra time in a cocktail shaker to make up with a twist of lemon. And okay, now some you're on it and because that's the, just nice. The alcohol is going to loosen up, and I think his expectation, you know, I think his expectation is for oral sex. Well, and I say it's that's it's, his expectation. So we don't, went from cocktails think, to oral sex. I, I, mean, I like that. That's a, there's a direct connection, fellas. Did you hear that? I, I really do. I think that if if the whole night ends without that, I think he's going to be really disappointed. So now you're saying there's pressure on him to bring flowers and chocolate, and there's pressure on her for oral sex. Oh, I think that women definitely feel sexual pressure that night. If oh, wow. if the sexual life has been disrupted and they've been disrupted, yeah, definitely she is going to bemoan, oh my gosh, you know, we it's Valentine's Day. I got to get ready for it. I got to get up for it. So and, now we're talking about the other side I think of the coin. A, there yeah. is an alternate pressure, right, for women who feel like they have to be really sexual on that day. And I'm not saying, personally, I don't think that it necessarily oral sex is really sexual, but I definitely think it is part of the package that provides the sexpectation on the male side for what should be happening that night, not just sex, but definitely oral sex. 
and maybe something else. I mean, you talked earlier about role play. You know, I mean, he's going to expect her to dress up right, maybe lingerie. I mean, this is a sexy, not just romantic night, but a sexy night. I mean, I think that that's part of the culture. That's part of the expectations for the night. Don't you think that? I do. And I think the entire culture has uh, an industry to support all of that, whether it's the lingerie industry, whether it's the restaurant industry <laughs> doing the, the two for the fish nets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everything sort of comes out uh, during that time. So it's it's a t- it sounds like it's tough for both. And I think what you were saying earlier about, you know, if you don't want to buy into all those things, find things that are uniquely meaningful that, for the two of you mm-hmm. to carve out some space together. Um, it would be curious to know. I, I don't think guys can't just speaking for me, but I've never heard guys come in and say, I know that she's under pressure to perform on Valentine's Day. I think we're typically hung up on, God, do I do flowers? Do I do this? Do I go all out? Do I do nothing? So I think we're sort of lost in our own heads about what to do. So it would be really interesting to have the couple talk about their pressures mm-hmm. and, and expectations and and maybe do that over a special cocktail or a, a special meal that that you cook together. For sure. Example. And, I, and I think functional couples can have that discussion. What do you expect? And that can be exciting. That can lead to a good outcome, a good resolution. I mean, I think what comes into my office more likely is a couple that is disrupted sexually. And he is talking about, you know, look at nothing I do is going to lead to the sex that I want. And so he's already feeling maybe pressure to do something right, but he's feeling resentment. You know, um, you know, sex is not happening. And I think that we what we talked about in the beginning He's feeling this, I have to put out so that she'll put out. It's a quid pro quo. It's a payment. And sex has devolved into this, I'll do this for you if you'll do that for me, versus, right, kind of sex flowing from a place of love for each other and desire and the wish to please each other and to, you know, make love to each other. So in the podcast today, are we wanting to talk to couples who are struggling or are we talking to couples who are already functioning well and giving them some tips to – if you don't even want to buy in uh, to what the culture is serving up for Valentine's Day, um, something yeah. to do? I, I mean I think one – for me, it's kind of the three Cs. It's like one, it's commercial. Yes, go ahead and celebrate it. Two, I think think about it as courtship. You know, What did you do when you were courting each other? I think sometimes men, you know, they will court a client – more easily and with more energy and more money than they would ever go after their wife. Right. You know, and they don't think about that as this is a problem. They think this is what it takes. This is what an account takes to be sustained or to get in the first place. And he should adopt that mentality. Go ahead and court her. And I I would say for women as well, I mean, make it special. Definitely do something. Think about how can you Give to him his heart's desire as well. If his love language is sex, and for so many men, it's not that they just want it, that they just want sex. It's that they want sex with her. And and they that is the way they feel love. So Valentine's Day, it's a celebration of love. And that's my third C, celebrate. You know, So find a way to celebrate in the way that he likes it. And yes, be a little creative for a fourth C. You know, think about take the nap, you know, dress it up set the candles, do the things that get you in the mood if you're a woman so that sex will happen and so that you don't leave this continuing legacy of bitterness over the holiday. In a way, we're sort of putting pressure on both of them now. 
Right? I hope so. We're saying, yeah, we're saying, well, you should prepare to have sex and you should be going all out to make this happen. Right. You should be reenacting this courting ritual. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is about the last C. This is about change. You know, so do the things. I think women want to feel the center of his universe. I can't get away from these C's. <laughs> yeah, the center. Yeah, it's um, fabulous. You know, definitely. C. The fifth um, C, make her the center of your universe. Right. Yeah. And I can think of another C, too. <laughs> you know, that, that should happen. Reciprocal oral sex, right? Cunnilingus and mm. fellatio. I mean, both of those things make sex a little hotter. So maybe think about those as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that the changing of the dynamic, if it's off, this is a moment of recommitment, you know, her recommitment to his love language and his recommitment to her love language, which might be thoughtfulness. I, I think that it's not just the money, the dollar value of the gift. I don't think women are hungry just to be bought things. I think that sometimes gifts and flowers are symbolic of his thinking ahead, mm-hmm. his planning. And, and that's what makes her feel special and like she's part of his world because he took the time out of his busy day, his work life, to think about her and do these things for her. So you're really asking, I think, for, for the guy to drop down and go back and try to re-access some of the feelings uh, when he was first dating her. Yeah, and yeah. for her as well. Yeah. What, what was she feeling? And I think use that to change Valentine's Day. So this has been good. Do you have a tip for the day, Tony? One of the nicest tips, that a gift that you can give each other is just sitting down and talking about unwritten rules, unwritten expectations, the pressures that you both feel. Um, and I think that should clear the air a bit for and make way for the celebration, however it takes form. How okay. about you, Lori? I, I'm going to go out and say give him moral sex girlfriend i mean definitely bring that into the equation that'll make him happy sweet i got a big smile on my face hoping that my (laughs) my valentine's day goes well (laughs) okay happy valentine's day everybody thanks for joining us on foreplay radio sex therapy i'm marriage and family therapist tony del medico and i'm sex therapist Lori watson we'll see you again for some more foreplay Hey, help us stay on top here at Foreplay. We'd love it if you would subscribe and share it with your friends. And please take one sec and rate and review us. Thanks so much.